Bonus episode that is still being released free because we keep forgetting to plug the Patreon. <laughs> and oh, here's yeah. the thing: it might not be Friday, but every motherfucking Fred Durst Friday, it might as well be. Yeah. So everyone, sit back, fucking relax, take your red baseball cap, turn it around, and open up yourself a nice, refreshing glass of hot dog flavored water. Because today we're gonna review part two, second round of the Fred Durst Friday bracket, bracket, bracket. And today, we are going to be finding out who the best uh, fucking Fred Durst side project is from Fred Durst cameo in Pauly Shore is Dead and the corn song, All in the Family. Woo! Yeah! 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 All right. So, without further ado, I think we should get into this. So, Jess, uh, would you like to say your random bullshit about Polly Shore's Dead? <laughs> yeah, give us your hey, stupid fuck bullshit. You. Yeah, man, fuck you! Okay, so Polly Shore's Dead came out in 2003. Oh, this- no, actually, I have a different plot synopsis. I actually, I think it came out a little later than that. Really? So, yeah, if you don't mind, uh, I actually came up with the plot synopsis myself, but you, you can say all the wrong things first. Okay, I'll say, I'll say the wrong things. This came out in 2003. Uh, it was rated R, directed by Polly Shore. Written by Kirk Fox and Polly Shore. Uh, runtime of 82 minutes. No word on the budget, but a box office gross of $11,000. Yes, and Hell the reason yeah. that we reviewed this originally is because Fred Durst has a 30-second cameo in this 80-some-odd-minute movie. Yes, and uh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes just got 57% from the critics. So this is actually more positive <laughs> than not from the critics. Which, <laughs> which is depressing, probably. Yeah, and uh, audience, 29%. So, One of the yes. better movies of the scene. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but I was going to say, considering there's probably no trivia for this film. This got rated higher than 8mm uh, by critics. Yes. Which is insane. <laughs> yes. Insane. 8mm is great. <laughs> this movie has a higher rating than Space Jam. Space Jam is fucking great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But yes, I shall go into my plot synopsis if you don't mind. Okay. All right. So. Polly Shore is dead at Polly Shore Romance's last film as the character Polly Shore. Polly Shore is dead, released in 2008, centers around a dying character in a hospital called Polly Shore's career. Polly uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shore reflects on his life while he's confronted by death in the form of Fred Durst and his unimaginable talent and charisma. <laughs> this is based in Polly Shore's belief that death comes to a person in the form of someone who's a better person and entertainer in every conceivable way. Polly Shore romance is seen in their Polly Shore uniforms throughout the performance. And during their first song, The End, parentheses of my career, Polly Shore is seen taking on the role of Polly Shore's career before tearing off his hospital gown to reveal himself as Polly Shore. Behind the band is the backdrop scene in the music video for Welcome to the Polly Shore. <laughs> the film ends with a credit sequence featuring the greatest hits of Polly Shore's career, which lasts approximately zero seconds, and the film immediately ends. So that's my plot synopsis for Polly Shore's Dead. The, the, and that's the one that you watched? Yes, that was the one I watched. I think I might have accidentally uh, watched something by My Chemical Romance instead, but I th- it's had a very Pauly Shore theme to it. Oh! Ah, yeah. I was um, thinking of movies, but yeah, I do kind of hear that. <laughs> yeah, like when I listened to Welcome to the Pauly Shore, and yeah. like this kind of reminds me of MCR a little bit. <laughs> That's when you true. said the song, I was like, what fucking musical are you talking about? Yeah, we're talking about Welcome, like, Welcome to the Polly Shore, which yeah, was Polly Shore's last performance as the character Polly Shore. Uh, Polly Shore is dead. 
Um, yes. Pauly yeah. Shore is dead. Uh, it was filmed in Mexico. Filmed in Mexico. Yes. Um, and uh, he hasn't worn the costume ever since. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So th- I, I, that was actually the movie that I watched. Oh, okay. And I think it's the most accurate version of this movie. Yeah. Um, um, and then yeah. as well, I actually was able to find an alternate screenplay of what the original story was going to be. Uh-oh. And in this one, uh, Pauly Shore uh, is dead would have been an adaptation of Dante's Inferno. Mm. <laughs> where Pauly Shore would have played Dante and Fred Durst would have played Virgil. Aha. Uh, the Nine Circles <laughs> of Hell. Fred Durst for Virgil. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, the I mean, Nine Circles of Hell would have just been uh, nine different Pauly Shore movies played endlessly on a loop in each one of the Circles of Hell. That sounds like hell. <laughs> <laughs> and as then long also, as Son-in-Law like, is not included. Mm. Yeah, because that's like the best Pauly Shore movie. Yeah, oh, even Biodome, though. I mean, I don't don't sleep have, on Biodome. I haven't I mean, seen Biodome. But I agree with the rednecks in this movie that uh, when the, that was a super funny scene, actually, when they're like, uh, uh, and I laughed a lot. I don't even know what, mm. what movie you're talking about again. Um, the so I watched the unabridged uh, Polly Shore's Dead. So yeah. you so I watched the real Polly Shore's Dead and you guys. Yeah. Did. Well, I didn't yeah, watch I guess we watched one... something else. I don't know what like the torrent I had was. I there. think uh, the one that you watched was made in Mexico. So that's why I didn't watch that one. Yes, it was. So you guys watched the American version. I watched the Mexican version, right? Yeah. Mine yeah, was in El I'll... Espanol as well. I yeah, well, I want to build a wall between these two versions, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna build a wall between Corey Taylor and uh, the, the well. Actually, fun fact: uh, the wall was a massive influence on uh, the. the Pauly- I like that. <laughs> Welcome to the Pauly Shore. Actually, Welcome to the Pauly Shore. Yeah. yeah, the wall was a huge inspiration on Welcome to the Pauly Shore. So. Ah, that, I mean yeah. that makes sense. And the entire also- album of the Pauly Shore Parade. So. <laughs> But, but, but I doubt, it was a cover. when you said welcome to the Polly Shore, I'm picturing like a beach in Mexico. I'm that picturing- is just like, this, <laughs> welcome to the Polly Shores. Like, welcome uh, to the Polly Shore, where the, the the water is blue and the sand is white. Wait, the Polly Shore, where everyone is not monogamous. <laughs> welcome <laughs> to okay. the Polly Shore, <laughs> where there's no one here but me. Yes, but uh, the reason we're talking about this is because this somehow won the bracket of the cameo where uh, Fred Durst gets insulted by Pauly Shore. Did you um, say this somehow won? <laughs> yes, it did, because uh, Pauly Shore is Dead is a movie that I never want to watch, even though I did, of course. Yes, you I did, of course, it watch well. it. And um, um, now I will say that I did watch this movie. Um, yeah, I was going to say, did, you yeah. guys watched, well, I mean, you guys watched the English version. Though. Yeah, we, I, we, I watched the English version, which... Yeah. Uh, I know habla espanol. Yes. And I have to say that original cameo that we watched is not all of Fred Durst's cameo. He comes oh. back at a later moment in this English version. Oh, shit, really? Yes. Wow. Yeah, at first I was going to say, um, so th- this is a movie that subsists entirely on uh, just cameos. Cameos, uh, nothing but cameos. And, and so. And I have no idea how they got all these cameos. Yeah, well, so, I mean, Pauly Shore is like a fucking, was like a late 90s, 2000s, like fucking uh, celebrity gadfly. So he's just sure. going to be around these fucking losers. Yeah, he's like. he's you know he's uh, friends with all the like talking heads from fucking uh, uh, I love the eighties, and I'm not talking about David Byrne. Yes, I was, I was uh, going to say he was also he was also like uh, Gadfly with the band Talking Band or Talking Head. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a movie that is entirely made up of cameos, and so Fred Durst's cameo at first seems like inconsequential, but then it turns out. Um, that when Pauly Shore is in prison, uh, he wishes he hadn't screwed over Limp Biscuit. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Which I mean, to be fair, no one should screw over Limp Biscuit because, like yeah. I said, I mean yeah. the fact that Pauly Shore thought 
to make Fred Durst's death in his uh, theatrical adaptation of Pauly Shore's career mm-hmm. should tell you that he really should have taken the threat of Fred Durst destroying his career more seriously. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you mean, uh, Fred Flintstone? I can't do that. You basically, he calls in and they're saying shit, talking shit about Polly Shore uh, because he'd faked his death and is in prison for that now. And uh, he, he says, like, look, Polly, we got to get you off the line. We got Limp Bizkit on the line here. And then he's like, oh, Limp Bizkit. I know Fred from Limp Bizkit. I know them. They're, they're, they're my friends. And then Fred Durst is like, man, fuck you again. Like, 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 fuck you. Fucking I want to talk to you. Um, uh, and, I, and we were just, uh, if he's in prison, just we's in the jet. Well, and that's the thing. So Spitty? he's in prison uh, because they were still shooting the music video for Rearranged. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Uh, it's, it's the best I can do. Sorry. And I, I guess things will never change. Um, yeah. Um, so uh, one thing I do want to say about this movie, the very first line of spoken dialogue, the audio clips. And that makes me mad because we don't even clip on this fucking podcast. <laughs> and I try. I try. I really do. Uh, are you serious? Yes. Oh, my God. It's just like, uh, uh, I don't know. I was, I've was. i never heard that happen in a movie you know, before ever. Oh, like, my legitimately. God. Oh, my uh, God. And don't, don't tell me too much about the, the, the English version of this movie because I do want to watch it. Oh, God. Honest. Okay. Um, and and, and uh, there's a lot of uh, Fred Durst Friday alums in this movie. There's there are, uh, Tommy oh. Lee. Uh, 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 Corey, Corey Taylor. Um, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> not Corey Taylor. <laughs> uh, Corey, Corey Feldman. Feldman. Yes, I got um, Corey Taylor on the plane. The band Stained Corey. is in the ending credits of the movie. <laughs> like half the bracket already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in, in the movie, there is a Stained song, and then Stained the band actually shows is up. Is Ben Stiller in this movie? Yes. <gasps> oh my god. Ben Stiller's in it. Uh, ben Stiller's in this movie. What? Also, Bill Maher, Vince Vaughn, Carrot Top, Pamela Anderson, Dr. Dre, Andy Dick, known sex pest. Uh, That's Snoop true. Snoop Dogg. Yes. Mark McGrath, known sex pest. <laughs> yes. well, mostly of children, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, and also random people on Twitter that my friend Brian has to be like, yo, dude, that's not cool. I don't want to slander Andy Dick here, but I'd be surprised if uh, he hasn't pestered some uh, kids for I think so. I mean, so Andy, his Andy first Dick sex is so... crime was like pulling... Like exposing the breasts of a seventeen-year-old in public. So, uh, well, yeah. seventeen. Uh, well, as Mark McGrath says, if there's grass on the field, freaking. Uh, uh, um, well, you you know Andy Dick is cool because he got his ass beat by John Lovitz. You know you're cool when you get your ass beat by John. Yeah, Lovitz. Andy Dick uh, and uh, uh, John Lovitz uh, hates Andy Dick for uh, killing Phil Hartman uh, uh, involuntarily, um, but. Um, also, uh, his name sounds so funny. Yeah, Andy <laughs> Dick is like, I mean, he's just a funny guy. Yeah. I mean, come on. Were you all of age when the Andy Dick show was being horrible on actual? <laughs> I've heard TV? of the Andy Dick show. I'm, I'm aware no. of it, but I, I, yeah, did not. Yeah, that ruined multiple summers um, <laughs> when I was a kid. Anyways. Um, uh, so, yeah. <clears throat> I will say there's also in this movie a very long, several Long, uncomfortable scenes of Pauly Shore saying the N-word repeatedly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What? He literally, he says it with a hard R. uh, Like, at least three times. And then then they correct him, and then he says it, like, 15 times uh, the other way. Oh, my word. Uh, So did did Pauly Shore write the lyrics to the the next thing we're going to be talking about in the Uh, bracket? He might have. Um, I think, well, the thing that... uh, 
I think these uh, this is an interesting matchup because Pauly Shore uh, and the song All in the Family have a lot in common in that they're uh, based on uh, homophobia. Uh, <laughs> yes. Their, their entire uh, being um, exists because of homophobia. And, and here's the thing, too. Um, I, I kind of wish Pauly Shore is dead had kind of stuck to the name and actually killed Pauly Shore and made it a snuff film. Yeah, I mean that that uh, would have been that cool, would have been a much better eight millimeter sequel than the eight cool millimeter ending. sequel. Yeah. The uh, there are two other things I, I do want. Oh, three other things here. Two two are just about the camera work here. Uh, so it's shot at a higher rate, frame rate than film. Generally, you can see it, and it looks very soap opera ish and TV. Yeah, or it just looks like um, a reality show. Which yeah. I mean, it's a Pauly Shore movie, so yeah, I guess it could essentially work like is that. that. Yeah, exactly. um, and. Fucking like every other shot is a Dutch angle. I don't fucking understand it. It doesn't so have anything. So the guy who directed fucking Battlefield Earth. Yeah, yes. So Paul yeah, like, was the director of Battlefield Earth. Yeah, like if you don't know what a Dutch angle is, it's where they tilt the camera to the side, and it's generally it's, that's where you like fart under the. No, I think that's and... a Dutch oven. A Dutch <laughs> oven. But I no, like it's it's like someone. The cameraman heard about this in a film school class and it's like, yeah, I want to do that over and over and over yeah, and over. Yeah, man, cool. it's cool. And, <clears throat> this is uh, actually directed by J.J. Uh, Abrams before he discovered lens flare. Uh, <laughs> yes. That's his gimmick. That's true. And um, uh, the last thing, I guess, is that all of the women in this movie are just like props for like bikinis, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. Yeah. That's like the majority uh, of the movies we review for this show. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that's Pauly Shore's whole thing. Uh, you know, he just, you know, has uh, large Treats women like objects. Uh, and, large breasted you know. women around him, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's getting his penis licked. Um, as is. Um, I, I he rests in peace. Uh, Vern Troyer in this movie, uh, oh, yeah. also getting uh, surrounded by. Uh, Buxom, uh, ladies. Well, to be sure, that, I mean, he was another part of the Fred, uh, Fred Durst Friday alumni. Was he? I, well, no, because he, he I mean, he, he's a pretty small part of it. You just, you just missed him. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about, um, Fred Durst cameo in his sex tape. Yes, that's true. Yes. The Vern Troyer sex tape, uh, we will be covering next week on Fred Durst Friday. <laughs> Did Fred Durst direct it? Uh, I hope so. Hell yeah, dude. It would have probably had better production values if Fred Durst had directed it. Yes. So. And, oh. and this movie would have had better production values if Fred Durst had directed it. Also, speaking of sex tapes, We already know that because uh, we've seen several Fred Durst movies that look better than this. Yes. Speaking Frankly, yes. Like, everything that Fred Durst directs, he's yes. done a much better job with than this. <laughs> like, uh... Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Do we have anything else to add before we move on? Uh, yeah. I was just going to say, speaking of sex tapes, there's a scene where uh, Paris Hilton and her sister are talking about how... Um, well, Paris Hilton says she like almost fucked Pauly Shore or something, but uh, didn't want to film it or something. And then they oh. imply that uh, Paris Hilton's sister did go through with fucking Pauly Shore. Yeah. So, oh, oh, God. Very funny. Jesus, Extremely that's, funny. That's awful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a... Uh, it's a good movie, apparently, from the sounds of it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's got its flaws, but uh, on the bright side, it's better than Captain Corelli's Mandolin. So, <laughs> hey, okay, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, I do know. About I haven't that. seen either of these movies. Well, I mean, the English version of. Uh, if Polish I'm going to be frank here, I think this is the worst movie I've watched for this entire podcast. <laughs> 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 Worse than Left Behind? <laughs> okay, wait, no, maybe not. Uh, okay, so, I mean... <laughs> Dave, see. come on. He, Let me name the she said this movie was almost as bad as Left Behind. Come on. 
Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> look, I, I movies that are worse than this: uh, Outcast, The Christmas Carol, uh, Zandali, uh, USS Indianapolis, Arsenal, Dying of the Light, The Runner, Two Eleven, <laughs> Left Behind, Two Eleven, Captain Crowley's Mandolin. Pay the ghost. Honestly, what the fuck, guys, pay the ghost. <laughs> Most the of ghost? those were more captivating, at least. Pay somewhat. the ghost was actually way better. <laughs> this than movie's this a fifty-seven movie, percent is... of Rotten Tomatoes. This can't be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, my yeah, god! I mean, we do stay on the critics on this podcast, as we I, have said. I, I have never said that. But, but god damn Jess it, I, said that. I don't. Uh, that is a that is a nuclear take. I feel. I don't know about nuclear. I hated this fucking movie. I hated it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like I I'm, the Fred Durst cameo. I was fine with it. I thought that was okay. Uh, when we watched it previously, I didn't actually watch the whole movie beforehand. But this time, I watched this and I did not like this. I, uh, I, I thought love, it was I love how in the special features when you turn on the Spanish subtitles, it just turns into a concert. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know, except just... for it cuts back to uh, the the prison yard where he's shouting the N word, and then back. <laughs> To the concert. I don't know. I just didn't find anything funny in this movie either. I, it's just... I mean, Pauly Shore is really funny though. So I don't know. Huh? Yes. Basically, the plot of the movie is uh, Pauly Shore fakes his death because he's feeling inadequate and wants uh, people to uh, praise him. And then uh, when he, it is revealed that he did not die, he's sent to prison and his number one fan uh, goes to prison intentionally uh, to, I don't know, I totally zoned out when they actually started talking to each other. Yeah. Um... Uh, was he there? Did he was he there to kill him or whatever? Yeah, he was there he was to a, kill him. Yeah, uh, and uh, but then um, actually, I think it is very important to say that although um, he does uh, say some slurs in this movie, uh, he does make sure to negate that by having all the black people in this movie just absolutely love him. Yes. Um, I mean, to be fair, I mean, we do know that black people love Pauly Shore. So. Uh, he, he, uh, he has a, uh, you know, he's, he's, uh, He's got uh, Snoop Dogg loves yeah. him, uh, Busta Rhymes and uh, Ja Rule love him, uh, but uh, yeah, fucking Ja Rule's in this too for some yeah. reason and loves him. Yeah, like, I mean, we, yeah, we yeah should... it's like a cut. I just realized that. Yeah, shit. Like, there's the fucking cut there where it's Ben Stiller and Bill Maher both talking about talking how much about they, how much hate, they that hate, fucking hate that show, and then Ja Rule comes out and he's like, "I love this. This is great." Yeah. And we we yeah. should always know Ja Rule's opinion on everything, so it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, and this was. Uh, uh, Paulie Shore was supposed to perform at Fire Festival. Actually, <laughs> it's true. Um, it's very true. So, kind of uh, like how Ja Rule performed at that Bucks game. <laughs> <laughs> Good movie. Yeah. Um, so right. uh, I didn't. I didn't like this movie. <laughs> Jess is trolling right now. Yeah. I can't even joke about it, but. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. We can move on to the next thing. Yes, let's I move just... on to the next thing here. <laughs> all uh, in the family. Yeah. We're going to talk about all in, all in the family, man. <laughs> uh, but yes. wait, wait, I have one more thing to say. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I like movies usually where actors play themselves for comedy. I think that's funny and make like a fake like documentary story out of it. So I went into this with a little bit of like, maybe this will be good. Yeah, I mean. And I did not. I, I good. I like uh, hate watching Pauly Shore stuff. Um, <laughs> I guess not hate watching. Son in Law and Encino Man are uh, really stupid, but uh, you know enjoyable. Um, and uh, speaking of uh, enjoyable, um, you know I was kind of thinking of Corn uh, mm-hmm. when I was watching this movie because I got like forty five minutes into it and I was thinking, uh, Hey, I'm feeling tired. <laughs> 
All right, fucking all of the family, baby. Yes. So this was this is the winner of Fred Durst cameo, which went against Outside. Yes. The best Stain song, uh, unironically, even though Stain suck. Uh, and all in the family won. Uh, uh, yeah, tough matchup because he contributed so much to both tracks. Yes, yes. absolutely. Um, so yes, we, we decided to talk a little bit about, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about this one. I unfortunately could not find that much more interesting stuff about All the Family. I wanted to find some like funny like mashup videos or maybe like some like fan music videos. And they're all awful. They're all the fan music videos I could find are like dumb white guys from mostly not America dressing up in shitty Rasta man costumes to look like <laughs> to look like Jonathan Davis and just looking like a redneck version of Fred Durst uh, to literally just lip sync the song with dumb visual gags in the background. What the fuck? It's say awful. What, say what? There well, was I guess one that's guy kind of what the majority of like YouTube was at the start. But <laughs> there was there was one uh, music uh, fan made music video where it's literally like shot in a fucking trailer park, and one guy looks like just your average like long haired guy in a trailer park, and the other guy is just dressed up like J Rock from Trailer Park Boys, <laughs> and they just lip sync the lyrics to the song. And they play their respective parts, and the audio, like the video quality, is potato quality, and that's <laughs> nice. literally all that happens. That sounds pretty good, actually. Uh, so needless to say, uh, the fan community for this song sucks shit. Uh, we're the best parts of the fan community yes. of this song, <laughs> and that says something. <laughs> um, so, and I decided to try to find some mashups too. Now, the one thing I found in my research of trying to find other versions of the song is I found the original demo and every mashup I could find of the three all dropped the N-word in them. Mm-hmm. But not the original. Only the mashups and the demo include the N-bomb. Damn. Yeah, and if you're uh, white, you can't say it unless you're Pauly Shore. Yes, and it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't go like, like it's just like really quick. It's like, oh, yeah. It's like, whoa. They, they like enunciated out for like five seconds oh okay so uh really smart idea and definitely hasn't aged like shit Mm -hmm. um to have like weird white guys say the n-word randomly and enunciate it Mm -hmm. Uh, but to be to be fair this is uh uh some of the least offensive things that they've said in their careers (laughs) this is true that is very true but yes uh and if if you are any of those people that made those fan made music videos, especially the one guy who I think is from New Zealand, uh, the sooner you die, the better. Because <laughs> fucking kill Unless yourself. You, you are cage fight fans. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's the thing too is when it comes to Jonathan Davis, he's obviously a Rasta man. He's a Rasta man with an uh, with a Scottish tinge yeah. to it. That's, that's why he wears a, that's why, that's why he wears a kilt on top of his Adidas tracksuit because he's yeah. just very Jamaican. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, you must be Jamaican because Jamaican must sweat. <laughs> Wait, where was Scotland trying to establish a colony? That uh, they... Panama. A Panama. Panama. Oh, okay. We should put that song in here. Yeah, hell yeah. Rest in peace, yeah. Eddie Van Halen. I'm glad that you knew that right off the fucking bat. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. I knew that, too, but I was going to let him say it. And then, you know, there, there was that song, uh, Search of the F-Bomb, I'm not going to say it by Corners, like, what am I? I'm just a rude boy. That's what that guy thinks, yeah. yeah I'm just a rude, a rude boy. boy I'm just a rude boy. A rude boy, Giuliani, Finn Davis. Yeah, rude well, boy, no, it's, it's rude boy pussy Giuliani. Don't forget. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. Rude uh, pussy boy. And yes, the only other original idea I had for this um, was to just read some of the lyrics because we did go over some of the lyrics in the first part. We didn't, but we didn't go over all of the good ones. 
So uh, the first verse is, has some choice ones uh, from Fred Durst. Too bad I got your beans in my bag. You stuck up sucker, corny, corny motherfucker. motherfucker. Uh, with Taking a K in the is the limp pimp. Need a biscuit to save this crew from John Davis. I'm going to drop a little east side skill. <laughs> you best step back because I'm a kill. I'm a kill. So what you thinking, Mr. Raggedy Man? Doing all you can to look like Raggedy Ann. So Damn. one thing I got to say here, I don't think it's very good to call yourself a limp pimp to talk yourself up. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, the doesn't... pimp doesn't have to fuck. They just have to send people out to get fucked. Well, when, when, when I think of pimps, I think of erectile dysfunction. No, that's true. Also, so, I want to say um, some people will criticize it, but I think it's actually really creative to rhyme raggedy man with raggedy Ann. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. <laughs> and yes, the next uh, verse here is, check you out, punk. Yes, I know you feel it. You look like one of those dancers from the Hanson music video. You little faggot hoe. Please give me some shit to work with, because right now I'm all it. Kid, suck my dick, kid, like your daddy did. Now, that's pretty good if you ask me. I, uh, I don't know. None of that rhymed. Uh, and if someone told me your dad sucked my dick, I'd be like, what the fuck? I can't even have a rebuttal for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. damn, That's dude. just naughty. Like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> and then uh, next Fred Durst uh, verse is, who the fuck you think you're talking to? Me! And, and John's name is me. <laughs> I'm known for eating little whiny chumps like you. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> all, Whatever. In my, all in my face. With the, are you ready? <laughs> Halito- but halitosis is all you're rocking steady. Mm. You little fairy smelling on your flowers. Nappy hairy chest. Look, it's Austin Powers. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, I hear you're tweeting on them fag pipes Clyde but you said best there's no place to hide and like we said this song um, isn't homophobic at all no not at all no, no, and no, no. I will say here's here's a, th- a fun fact that I found out he had originally put the word bagpipes in there but Jonathan Davis suggested that he change it to fag pipes to better insult him yes oh, that's, uh, to be like you know what you know you know I smoked that pole so you that gotta didn't fag hurt pipes. me enough <laughs> um, I mean he did say I mean Jonathan Davis is just a faggot Faggot! <laughs> um, I made like, a whole song about it. Yeah, exactly. I like that in one bar he calls uh, him a fairy, but then also implies that he has a very hairy chest, which of course is uh, you know a, a, a trope of someone uh, that you insult as a fairy. I mean, yeah. to be uh, fair, I mean, I'm sure there are bear fairies. Fairies, dude. Yeah, bear <laughs> fairies. <yeah. laughs> well, they say that the darker the bear. <laughs> Uh, oh jesus christ all right uh next verse is what the fuck you saying you're a pimp whatever limp dick uh, fred durst needs to rehearse needs to reverse what he's saying want to be funk dubious i don't even okay john just fucking make up words here yeah when you're playing ripping up a bad counterfeit faking Ooh, he made a counterfeit reference i didn't even realize Mm -hmm. that uh, plus your bills, uh, I'm paying. You can't eat that shit every day, Fred. Lay off the bacon. Uh, now, to be fair, he doesn't need to pay his bills because all of his bills are $3 bills. Yeah. Are worth roughly $3. Now, um, do you I'm mind if I chime in? Is he uh, calling Fred just fat when he says you don't need to eat that shit every day? Lay off the bacon? I think or? he's saying he's more worrying about his cholesterol. Oh. Um, and do you mind if I jump in and just uh, sure. uh, say what uh, uh, Fred Durst says in rebuttal to this? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. He says, uh, say what, say what? You better watch your fucking mouth, John. <laughs> no, no, to be fair, that was Fieldy who said that. Oh, it was? Yes, that was Fieldy who okay. said that. Okay. Well, Fieldy can give me head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, of course, they say, "You." so you hate me and I hate you. And you know what? You know what? It's all in the family. 
which is the title of the song, and also uh, I believe the TV show in the seventies named that TV show after <laughs> the song, yeah. right? And well, cause, yeah, in the show, uh, in the basically family, uh, every episode ends with uh, somebody sucking the dad's dick. <laughs> yeah, uh, true. <laughs> All right, next verse from Jonathan Davis. Look at you, fool. I'm going to fuck you up twice. Throwing rhymes at me like, oh, shit. All right. Vanilla Ice. Because <laughs> <laughs> who is Fucking a big rhymer? Yeah. You better run, run while you can. Can never fuck me up, bisque limp kit. Uh, at least I got a fat original band. Oof. Which, I mean, to be fair, Limp Bizkit, I mean, they did literally create rap rock, though. That's pretty cra- That's you know, that's pretty original, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, freaking some of the best. Some of the best. It yeah, was yeah, all yeah. created. So I'm not sure. Biohazard. Uh, the no. Pauly Shore movie? Yes. Or, like, Faith No More. Or, like, well, I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like Epic is there. That's, that's uh, Faith No More invented. invented it was Red Hot uh, Chili Peppers. Oh, okay. But to the buddy bank, but, but, uh, also, Why does Sorry. he say Bisque Limp Kit? Uh, because he's trying to be it's creative. It's a spoonerism. Uh, I see. Yes. Uh, it's, it is a spoonerism. Correct. <laughs> uh, next verse uh, from Fred. Shit. Next verse from Fred <laughs> Who's hot? Who's not? You. You best step back. Corn on the cob. Damn. Oh. Damn. Holy shit. You need a new job. Time to take the mic skills. Back to the dentist and buy yourself a new grill. Mm. Oh. You pumpkin pie, I'll jack off in your eye. Climbing shoots and ladder, ladders while your ego shatters. That's a corn reference. It is. Mm-hmm. But you just can't get away because it's doomsday, kid. It's doomsday. Which, to be fair, I mean, Fred does drop a lot of corn song references. So he's doing, he's doing a pretty good job. Yeah. Yeah, he's basically owning them by uh, listening to their band a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, of course, uh, so I hate you and you hate me, the chorus. Uh Next one here. Uh, you call yourself a singer. More like Jerry Springer. Your Whoa. favorite band is Winger. Jerry Springer also oh, God. in Pauly Shore is dead. And this, oh, oh, yeah. And, and by the way, this is Fred Durst singing this part. All you eat is zingers, which I mean, ugh, fucking raspberry zingers. Give them to me right fucking now. Is that an insult? Oh, I'm sorry. I like delicious treats. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I like delicious treats. Originally from Dolly Madison. The host has bought it out. Pfft, Ooh, whatever. sorry that you eat. Stinky stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm a bigger fan of Twinkies. <laughs> You're like a fruity pebble. Also Your a favorite... great breakfast cereal as yeah. far as I'm concerned. And once again, the, no homophobia in the song at all. You're like a fruity pebble. Your favorite flag is rebel. It's just too bad that you're a faggot <laughs> on a lower level. Yeah. There's no homophobia. None. Um, none whatsoever. So you're from Jacksonville, kicking it like Buffalo Bill, getting butt-fucked by your Uncle Chuck while your sister's on her knees waiting for your little peanut. Which Jonathan Davis says that line. Fred then chimes in by saying, wait, where'd you get that little dance over here? Like the idiots in Waco, you're burning up in Baco. What the fuck is Baco? Uh, I think uh, that means I, Bakersfield. Yeah, that's what I believe. Oh, that makes sense, yes. Uh, where your mo- father had your mother, your mother had your brother, not, huh? It's just too bad that your father's mad, your mother's now your lover. So, okay. Uh mm-hmm. And the song's also not classist at all. Uh, (laughs) Come on, hillbilly. Can your horse do a fucking wheelie? Oof. Oh. Fucking own. I know know Dave mentioned that that was the biggest own of last time. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, You love it down south, and boy, you sure do got a purdy mouth. So he uh, is going from sucking his dad's dick to... To fucking his mom? Sucking his dick. Putting his dick in his mouth. Yeah, I, I guess. I think. Oh. And then he. But, 
Um, and yes, and then the chorus ends, and then a song ends knock, by knock uh, the dick out of your dad's mouth. Yeah, listen, I, I don't go to your house and slap the dick out of your dad's mouth, okay? Yeah. And uh, then put that dick into my mouth. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, listen, you know what? You put your own dick in your mouth. You better put that dick in my ass. <laughs> you gonna come in here with that shit? You better put your dick in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and the song ends with the chorus, and of course, Jonathan Davis says just the killer line where he threatens to lick Fred Durst's taint, and the song ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so don't yes. threaten me with a good time, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yes, the lyrics are not classist and not homophobic at all. Uh, so this song is very woke. I feel like this crowd would v- play very well to the 2015 uh, Tumblr crowd. Absolutely. And, Tumblr, uh, I, 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 and I think we are more uh, refreshed and we're more enlightened by having heard the lyrics. Yes, right by yeah, going absolutely. through all the lyrics here, I think we've really gotten to the bottom of, uh, well, really kind of the human condition. Yeah, um, really, though, seriously. Yeah, and I think uh, it's probably the best song ever made, to be honest. And these humans definitely have some kind of condition. Um, uh, and no. this is be- the easy, easily the best diss track ever made. Like, we can, we yeah. can at least agree on that. I would say um, it goes this, Ether by Nas, um, and then uh, probably the uh, All in the Family lip synced uh, by the, uh, uh, <laughs> the that New guy Zealand from New guy? Zealand yeah. who wears a Rasta Man costume to be Jonathan Davis. Yes. And also those trailer park kids who try don't try at all. Yes. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yes. Um, so, yes, are we ready to get to the vote? Um, I'm ready. Uh, I'm yeah, fucking I suppose I'm ready. Yeah, so uh, considering that uh, Dave is MIA uh, for this bit. Oh, what's uh, up, man? Wait, I actually didn't think about should uh, I change my vote to upset? Yes. No, so yeah. let's, let's get to the, let's do the countdown. Okay. I'm okay. doing the okay. countdown. All right. I'll change it after I vote. <laughs> so, three, two, one. No. All, all in, in the, the family. family. Unless so Jess we, doesn't So unanimous all in the family? Yeah. yeah. All in the family. Because I was going to say, do you want to watch Pauly Shore's Dead the English version ever again? No, never again. <laughs> never again will I ever watch that um, film. But I, the Frienders cameo, maybe, but like... I'm, I'm not watching that yes. whole movie. <laughs> and honestly, for the next episode, I'm sure I'll find something to talk about beyond just the lyrics. But man, All in the Family is just like, there's just so much to talk about all the time. There really is. There's a lot going on here. It's a lot. Yeah. And um, it, mm, you know, like we haven't even really talked about it musically or anything like that. No, because so I mean, like, well, we did kind of because we said that the the like rhythm section is good and the guitar sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also I didn't realize, too, is that uh, during Fred Durst's part. It's DJ Lethal doing like DJ scratches. Oh yeah, uh, in the live version, I thought yeah we did talk about. The so it is like a literal battle of bands thing going on. It's kind of cool actually. Yeah, I, well, I mean I dig the idea. Yeah, it's just executed extremely well. Yeah, <laughs> extremely well. Yeah, Which I actually wish won. there was more homophobia. Just just the very well-known homophobe. Yeah, and uh, you know there's that little line there about like uh, where he, he's kicking it like Buffalo Bill. You know, we can, like, uh, let's beat that up, you know? (laughs) Well, and the the way I think about Buffalo Bill is, I mean, Buffalo Bill was not transphobic at all and extremely woke. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or, I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Buffalo Bill is pro-exfoliating because it puts the lotion on its skin. Yes, (laughs) this is true. Uh, But, yes, uh, so All in the Family moves on to the next round of the record. And next time. And next time it's going to be... I believe Jess has it up. Uh, I have it up here. It's uh, population okay. 436 versus, yeah, fuck you, Jess. <laughs> Fine. The infamous Woodstock 99 performance. Ooh, smash, yeah. smash, 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 smash.
So honestly, uh, that episode's gonna yeah. be really fucking good. That's gonna be great. Yeah, I think that'll be a good one. That's two uh, Frontiers certified it. classics. That's yeah, a, Fr- Durst, a yeah. I'm, honestly, Population Four Thirty Six, good Fred Durst uh, certified classic in terms yes. of his acting. I like that. Well, yeah, he's honestly well, well, he's honestly not a terrible actor in that movie. Mm-hmm. And Woodstock '99 probably the most crucial moment of his career. So. Yes, I mean objectively, it's a very crucial moment of his career. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yes, uh, this shall be Taylor signing off of Fred Durst. Fred. Bye bye. I'm a family man. You can push me too far. Rogers, oh. <laughs> do a scream out version. Of- <laughs> and by the way, um, I'm. <laughs>